Welcome to Rome Christian Center. We are so glad that you are with us here today. If you are local to the Rome, New York area, we would like to invite you to join us 10 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. on Sundays. We are located at 7985 Turin Road in Rome, New York. Let's join the service as we believe God has something in store for you today. Third John, the second verse. Beloved, I pray that in all respects you may prosper and be in good health just as your soul prospers. It's a wonderful scripture. John is saying this is what God wants for his people. That they would prosper and be in good health just as their souls prosper. In the Bible there are God reveals himself in different aspects or different uh, titles. There are, what, there are in the scriptures what Bible teachers call the redemptive names of God. It's like he is, he is God, our, our righteousness, our God, our peace, God, our shepherd. He's the Lord, our shepherd. And there's, there's three of them that I, when I read this scripture, I see almost a direct correlation between three of those names. He, I'll tell you the, the other four. The other, he's the Lord, our shepherd. He's the Lord, our peace. He's present with us. And I can't think of the last one right now. But there's three of them that correlate to what we read in the scripture. And that is, he's the Lord, our righteousness. He's the Lord, our healer. And he's the Lord, our provider. All three. And that's what it says here. It says, I pray that you'd prosper because he's the Lord, of our provider. I pray that you'd be in good health because he's the Lord, our healer. And I pray as your soul prospers, he's, our, he's the Lord, our righteousness. And the most important one, obviously, is the Lord, our righteousness. Because you can go to heaven broke and you can go to heaven sick. But you can't go to heaven unless you've been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And God saw that. God saw that man was hopelessly lost. And no matter how, how religious you try to be, no matter how good you try to be, doing good deeds, helping others, we have to have a change of heart. And that change of heart can only come when Jesus comes into our heart when we're born again. And then he makes us a new creation. He does away with the old man, and he makes us a new creation in him, made in the image of God. And then being conformed to his image, the Spirit of God goes to work on us to change us into the people that he's called us to be. So it's so important because we've met so, I've met so many people over the years who feel that because they've been to church, or because they've been baptized, or they've done some ceremony, that they're okay with God. They don't understand that that doesn't work. You have to be born again. You have to give your life, to surrender your life to Jesus Christ. It's the only way. People get mad, you know. Uh, in fact, there's, I'm, I, one time I, God opened the door for me to, to witness to a person. <clears throat> I don't want to give it away, but, and I, and I felt a real anointing on me when I was, and I'm not, I'm usually, usually I'm not good at witnessing, but I felt a real anointing, and I was just talking about how God, you need to surrender to God, and that person got real mad at me. They said, that's, yeah, that's the problem with you, Ned. You think you have to tell everybody what's, what to do. And I said, it's like, not me. You know, I said, it's not me, it's God. But you've got to surrender your life to God. Unless you've been made the righteousness of God in Christ, you can't go to heaven. And there's an eternity waiting every one of us. 
but God and God is going to God is going to take us to heaven if you if you know Him if you've been born again. It's the most important thing. The next thing I just I want I would take these backwards. Next thing is He said I pray you'd be in good health. You know God wants you well. He's made provision for you to be well. He's made provision for me to be well in Jesus' name. He revealed himself in Exodus when the children of Israel were coming out. And he said, if you'll obey me, if you'll not do, if you'll just obey my voice, then I'll be, I, I'll be God to you and I'll be your healer. He's a healing God. He has the power to heal. And I'm praying for God's healing power to hit this church in Jesus' name. I, you know, I am the pastor of this church. That's how I feel. I'm the pastor of this church. I'm, the, I, I'm like the father in the household. Just like a, a, the father would say uh, to come pray for his children, I pray for you in Jesus' name. I pray for health and healing to come to you in the name of Jesus. By his stripes we're healed. You know, in 1 Peter, I need to slow down, I'm going too fast. In 1 Peter, it says, for he who knew no sin was made, 1 Peter chapter 2, for he who knew no sin was made to be sin for us, that we, might, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. He who knew no sin took our sin on the cross and bore our sicknesses and our diseases. He's a God who heals. Every place he went, he heals. When Jesus walked the earth, he was a healing Jesus. When the apostles walked the earth in the, after Jesus was raised from the dead and the church came alive, there was healing in the church. God has always been a healing God, and he always will be. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. It says in 1 Peter chapter 2, And he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness, for by his wounds you were healed. When Jesus went to the cross, he, became, he bore our sicknesses, and he carried away our diseases. And so I speak health and healing to every person in this church. I break, I, break, I break cancer off your body in the name of Jesus. I speak health and healing to your body in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, that you bore our sicknesses and you carried away our diseases. And by your stripes we are healed. We receive it in Jesus' name. We receive our healing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you are our healer. Thank you, Lord, for your healing angel that comes to Rome, New York, to bless us, Lord, to manifest healing in our midst, that people would know that you're God. I speak health and healing to everyone in this church. I bind sickness and disease. I curse it in the name of Jesus. I command it to die and leave you. I, command, I speak health and healing in Jesus' name. Surely our sicknesses he himself bore and our pains he carried, it says in Isaiah chapter 53. Surely our sicknesses he himself bore and our pains he carried. But we ourselves esteemed him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace fell upon him and by his wounds we were healed. We are healed. All of us like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. But the Lord has caused the iniquity of us all to fall on him. I'm going to continue to confess that. I'm going to continue to declare that until sickness and disease is broken off me and every person in this church in Jesus' name. It's our, it's our right, church. You have to understand, it's our right. See, 
God, God really wants me and all of us who need physical healing in our body to almost get angry about it. Say, no, you're invading my body as a temple of the Holy Spirit. You're in, you have no place in me in Jesus' name. We have to, we have to get angry at the devil and come against him in Je- and tell him to go and break his hold on our bodies. God spoke to his disciples. He said, believers in my name shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So it's our right. You see, it's, it's our divine right to be well. So fight for it in Jesus' name. I'll pray for you. You pray for me. And we'll drive, this, we'll drive sickness and disease out of this church in Jesus' name. Just drive it out in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are our healer. We confess it over and over again. You are our healer. You are the God that heals us because of your great power and your love and your compassion and your mercy for these people. And the third one I want to just mention briefly this morning is that first one it said, Brethren, I pray that you may prosper. Did you know God wants you to be, God wants you to have sufficient finances? Poverty is not from God. Amen. Now, last week, I didn't read this scripture. I should have. You know, pastors, every pastor I know after he preaches, you kind of run your sermon over in your mind to see if you forget. And I, I thought, God, God, there was, there was some things I wanted to say about, about prosperity that I never even touched on. So turn with, me, turn with me in your Bibles this morning to 2 Corinthians. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 8, verse Chapter 8 and verse 9. It says, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you, through his poverty, might become rich. That's a phenomenal scripture. A lot of people don't even know what's in the Bible. I'm going to read it again, because I, I like it. It says, for you, know the, by the, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. See, the Bible says there was an exchange that took place on the cross. He took our sins so we could have his righteousness. He took our sicknesses and our disease so we could have his health. And he took our poverty so that we could have a, so we could have a, we could be made rich. Now, it doesn't mean God's going to make everyone millionaires, but, but the scripture that, that defines rich for me is found in the next chapter in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8 where it says, And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that always having all sufficiency in everything, you have an abundance for every good deed. God wants us to have enough. God wants to have our needs met and to have some left over to bless somebody else. God doesn't want us struggling from week to week, not knowing whether there's going to be food on the table or how we're going to pay our rent. God wants us to, God's going to prosper us and he will. He told the children of Israel in Deuteronomy chapter 8, he says, For I've, I've given you power to get wealth in order to establish my covenant with you. In other words, you're going to know that you're, going to know that you're in covenant relationship with me because I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless you financially. I'm going to give you the power to get wealth. And, and I tell you, the Jewish people have power to get wealth. And God, and we're in covenant relationship with him. God wants you to prosper. I know my son, years ago, my son said when he was in California, he was struggling to get through Bible school. He said, every time I see somebody walking past me, I'd think, gee, I wonder if God's telling him to give me some money. 
Don't be ashamed when God blesses you. He's God. It's him. He's given you gifts. He's prospered us. Well, yeah, we had some real, real difficulties at times. We went through some real sparse times, but God saw us through it. And the key to, the, the key to, the key to being, to, to, to prospering the way God wants you to is to give to God what belongs to God. It's the, God is the principle of sowing and reaping. I've got no problem. To, I've got no problem receiving a tithe from people because I know that when you sow, you're going to reap. Don't be deceived, the Bible says. Whatever you sow, that, that shall you reap. When you give to God what belongs to God, he'll bless you. He really will. He'll make sure you have enough. It's wonderful. God is a healing God. He's a providing God. He's a saving God. We need to get that in us. We have to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. The Apostle Paul said in Ephesians chapter 4. We have to have our minds renewed. We have to get all the old junk out and, put, and let God put his word in, his words in us, his desires in us. You know, we come to God, when we come to God, we all have baggage, we all have junk that we're carrying, old ways of doing things. But God wants us to be a new creation, a new person. I want us to have everything God has for us. But you have to go after it. You have to fight for what's yours because there is opposition in the land. You have to pull down those strongholds that want to keep us from God's best. You need to put the word of God on us so that so that, so that you can quote some of these scriptures for just from memory. Healing scriptures, saving scriptures, providing scriptures. We, we, have, we, should have an, we should have some scriptures memorized on the inside of us so that we can declare them boldly in Jesus' name. In Romans chapter 12, in verse 1, it says, Therefore I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and a holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service of worship or your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's, that's one of the greatest assignments that we have from God. Do not be conformed to this world. We, the, world the world is a mess. God is truth. And we have, we have to... When we come to God, we have to reprogram our minds. The Holy Spirit will help us. We have to cooperate with him and allow these new, new ways of thinking, new, new thoughts to come into us. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You may prove what, is, what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. God, we're supposed to prove what the will of God is. What is, what is the will of God? The will of God, I, found, I believe, is found in Matthew chapter 6, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Then what does it say? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's the will of God. That, it, that what happens on earth is be what's happening in heaven. And, we're, and, and we, we, when we pray that prayer, sometimes we've done it so many times, we don't even think about what we're saying. But think about what you're saying. God, I want your kingdom here on earth the same as it is in heaven. I want your will to be done here on earth, the same as it is in heaven. In other words, I, wanna, I want heaven to come to earth and demonstrate it and be magnified and demonstrate it so. 
That's the will of God. The will of God is for his kingdom and his righteousness, peace and joy, the Bible says. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness, peace and joy. I want your righteousness, your peace, your joy, your healing, your prosperity, everything that heaven is. Everything that's in heaven, I want it here on the earth. And I'm going to pray and believe that that's what's going to happen. And God, I know you want that because you told me to pray it. You told me to pray these words. God, your kingdom come, your will be done. So I thank you, Lord, for your kingdom coming on the earth into our lives and your will being done. Now, you, the will of God to be done in my life, I have to cooperate with him. I have to say yes when he, when he gives me direction, when he wants me to change. So I have, to, I have to yield to him. I have to submit to him. But if I do that, the will of God will be done in my life. And I'll be a, I'll be a happy person in Jesus' name. Thank you. Father, I pray. I'm sorry, that's about all I got today. So. He's our Savior. He's our healer. He's our provider. Brother, I, pr- I pray in all respects you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. I want that for you. You want that? Go after it. Fight for it in Jesus' name. Declare it over yourself. In Jesus' name. Speak the word of God. Release it into the atmosphere and see what God does. I tell you, he's a good God. And every when we bow our knee before him, he'll manifest himself in our lives. In Jesus' name. I love you. I love you. We love you. We're praying for you. We're praying for God's best to be in every one of your lives. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Father, I bless everyone here this morning. I thank you that you're our provider. I thank you that you're our healer. I thank you that you're our Savior. We love you, Lord. We're so grateful for what you've done in us, for calling us, Lord, for for dying for us, that we might live in, in heaven forever and ever with you. We praise you. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much for being with us today. Our prayer is that your life be enriched through the power of God's word and that you be filled with his love and strength as you daily serve him. To learn more about our service times and our ministry and how it is that you can partner with us, visit us online today at romechristiancenter.com.